Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Talk with Public. I'm Carolina Gosic, your host, and today we have a fantastic guest that I've been wanting to have on the podcast for a while, so I'm happy that it's finally happening. Kate Thompson, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. It is, uh, I live here in Richmond, Virginia, where it's just a giant sheet of ice right now, and we don't have childcare today, and so, yeah. That's a lovely I'm- day during the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, just another pandemic winter day. Awesome. Well, hopefully we get into spring soon. I mean, I'm here in Miami. And to be honest, we have had a lot of like cold and I'm doing air quotes here because really doesn't get that cold, but it's like in the 70s. And that's really, it's been, it's been like a lot of days in the 70s. That's like not as usual for this time of the year. So, I mean, I'm enjoying that part because the humidity not so great, but you know, we'll see. Hopefully the whole country gets back to a better day because also thinking about people in Texas right now. So hopefully if you're listening and you're from Texas, sending you all the best of energy and hopefully everything goes back to normal soon. Yes. (laughs) Well, let's get this started. So what about you introduce yourself and you tell us a little bit of what do you do? Sure. Um, So yeah, my name is Kate Thompson. I live in Richmond, Virginia. Um, And I have run a photography business for about um, eight years. Um, Initially, when I started my business, I was photographing weddings exclusively and then soon introduced families. Um, And then over the last few years, I've started to sort of phase out of weddings. I still do quite a few of them, but I'm uh, focusing a lot more on um, brand and commercial photography work, as well as some uh, documentary work. Um, And I also co-run the Family Narrative Conference. So I spend a little bit of time uh, planning for that as well. Shout out to Enemy and PQ. I have them on my podcast both. Uh, So I will link to those episodes because they're like really good also. So, I mean, great. Today we're going to talk about boundaries. I think this is a topic that a lot of people struggle with, especially creatives, especially solopreneurs. We wear so many hats and we try to please everybody. And in the process of pleasing everybody, we can harm actually our business, we can harm ourselves, and maybe harm is like a very, you know, extreme word, but you know where I'm going, you know, we can put ourselves all the way on the back burner, and that eventually is going to show up in our business and the capacity that we have. So, I mean, let's start very, very basic. What is the definition of boundaries? What is even that word? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, so just to backtrack a little bit, my, my relationship with boundaries and my reason for wanting to talk about this was very much prompted by everything that happened in the last year. Um, I, I had a baby at the end of February and then 
like a week later, the whole country shut down because of COVID. And um, that was my second kid. And life, you know, very suddenly went from like feeling very balanced and organized, or at least appearing that way, to feeling wildly out of control. You know, I had a toddler and a newborn at home. My partner at the time was still working in the office. So I was on maternity leave with a newborn and a toddler and felt like my business was sort of like this giant looming thing that was putting pressure on me to, to work on, but I just didn't have the bandwidth to do it. Um, so like a lot of people, the last year for me has brought a lot of sort of reprioritizing um, and recalibrating. Um, the business coach that I work with talks about how the last year was sort of a, a forced silent retreat, you know, in, in the sense that we've all just had to kind of really think about how we're spending our time and what we need to let go of. Um, so yeah, I mean, boundaries, as you said, as business owners, things can get out of hand so quickly if we're not always super aware of how we're spending our time. Um, and it's just so important to fiercely protect your time and spend it in intentional ways because, and I don't actually know where this quote is from, but I always think about it. If you don't claim your time, someone else will. Oh, I like um, that. Yeah. So I always try to just remind myself of that. So to me, boundaries are just, you know, systems we put in place to protect our time and to take care of ourselves. So, I mean, so true. And, and again, once again, as creatives, I think that we suffer from this mentality that obviously the client comes first, the business comes first. And mm, although somehow, yes, also very much no, <laughs> because if you, you can pour from an empty cup and this yeah. is really what happens when you have no boundaries, we start to like experience burnout, you know, get sloppy on the way that you're running your business because you don't have the bandwidth you don't have the headspace you're overly tired you're trying to run a thousand things at the same time and eventually your business will suffer yeah and the world we live in right now too is just you know the word the phrase attention economy comes to mind mm -hmm. we're just living in this way that is like you know, the digital culture we're living in is constantly grabbing at our attention. Yep. And it just takes so much discipline and awareness to like really stay focused on what matters the most to you. Um, and I think maybe prior to just, you know, all the apps and social media and all these things tugging at us all the time, maybe it was easier to sort of tune into ourselves, perhaps. I mean, there's always been distractions, but I, I do feel like for especially for visual people like us, there's just so much um, content floating around all the time that we really have to, we have to go out of our way to, to protect ourselves in that way. Yeah, not only all the content that we consume, but also like easy access to us, right? Going back not only to the energy that we're putting out, but also like, I feel that this generation, you know, this past, you know, maybe 10 years, is like people can reach you to your cell phone immediately, right? They can send a text message. If you don't reply with, to a text message within like 10 minutes, people are like, what's going on? Why they're not replying? Uh, then if you don't reply, they will send you a DM. If you don't reply the DM, then they'll go for the phone call. And it seems that all this technology and all this, you know, get, getting us closer through the internet has also created this idea of like, we should be available 24 seven. Right. 
which is not. I like the old times when I was little and we had like a house phone and like if somebody had to call, you have to go through your parents, you know, to get to you. And sometimes I, I, I miss those days. I'm like, oh I had God. no internet, but you know, I had, it seems more, more relaxed time. Seemed that way. Yeah. I mean, I think about the times where, you know, let's say I'm, it's late afternoon and I'm out for a walk with my, our two kids and it's a nice day. And, you know, if I haven't gone out of my way to sort of manage my notifications, maybe an email pops up from a client who you have a rocky relationship with, or you're nervous or anxious to hear from, and you just get totally derailed. Like one little thing can just like send you into a spiral that completely pulls you out of the moment. Um, and yeah, you have to, you have to just proactively manage those things. Otherwise they can really grab on you in unfortunate ways. Yeah. I have this, I did actually a podcast episode about something similar to this and it just came to mind. Um, it's an episode about why I deleted my, my email from my phone. So the reason why was I went out with my husband on a Friday night. This is way pre-pandemic times and we were having the best time ever. And I don't know why, like I got my phone out. I'm having this like the best time ever. And I opened my email, like in the middle of dinner on a Friday night when I should be like enjoying my food. And I got an email from a client and the email wasn't that great. And immediately get me this anxiety, like immediately pull me away from that moment, immediately the night went south from that moment. And there was nothing that I could do because I'm not going to email somebody at midnight on a Friday night, especially, I think that especially when we get an email that is not so great, I think that we need to give it time to like think what the reply is going to be and how we're going to manage this and how we're going to make this right. So my whole night was ruined. I got home and like, I couldn't even sleep. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to delete this thing because like, I don't want these things to happen again. Like I want to make sure that I have boundaries and that when I'm thinking about work, it's going to be within work hours. So like I have the right headspace. So if something comes up, I have enough, you know, bandwidth or, you know, idea of how I'm going to handle this. And I'm not going to ruin a moment that I should be having for this. And I think it also happens at work, right? Like sometimes we're in the middle of a photo shoot and we pulled our phone out and now we're like, we're not present for the client, but now we're thinking about something else. So yes, that was my, my rant about emails no, on your exactly. phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it does to us if we're not, um, if we're not careful about it. So there are two different types of boundaries that we can talk about in here. We can talk about boundaries within ourselves, like our personal boundaries and business boundaries. Let's talk a little bit about this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, gosh, in the last year, it really feels like both of those are the same thing. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, I think, I think we have to, I mean, they're, they're kind of one in the same. I mean, to me, when I think about the boundaries I've set in my business, they, they're also helping me take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And I, one thing I've done this year, I run a, a design company with my sister. We do branding, brand identity and graphic design um, for businesses. It's called Palindrome Creative Co. And she and I have been really great accountability buddies for this kind of thing. Um, and fortunately, because we're sisters, we're sort of sharing a pod this year and able to see each other regularly. Um, and we share studio space. And one thing we decided back in January was that Wednesdays are going to be a day that we don't interact with any clients and we do just whatever it is we 
want to do to take care of ourselves. And sometimes that means tuning into a virtual conference about a business related thing we're interested in. And sometimes it means, you know, we have a letterpress in the studio and my sister will just start playing around with ink and design and sort of doing hands-on sort of more creative tasks. Um, but whatever we need to do on those days to take care of ourselves. And it really ends up feeding our businesses um, because it's feeding ourselves. Um, I really feel like in order to bring our full selves to work, we have to take care of ourselves. Um, so it's really hard for me to kind of define those boundaries separately. I think sometimes, uh, I, or, or we are really, really good about keeping, how, how I can phrase this. Let's say we have an appointment with a client, right? And we make sure that nothing is going to come between us and that appointment. So we move things around. We like, we're strict to that appointment. We want to make it happen. And I think we're going to need to start using the same mentality with appointments that we do for ourselves. As you said, like Wednesday is the day that you, is the day to have fun or creativity or to dive into something that perhaps you're interested in that has nothing to do with business and you stick to that day. And maybe if you have a client that is like, hey, I want to see you on Wednesday, we need to honor that that time has been blocked out just for you and treat it as if it was a client and be like, sorry, I already have a commitment that day. Let's do it on Tuesday or Thursday. And exactly. I think that's difficult for some creatives, but I think once you once you take like, once you claim that time for yourself, it, it, it gets better. And as it's you fun. said. Yeah, and you know, that's a really good example you brought up. And um, you know, another thing I sort of put in place over the last few years was sort of a, a self, a, a way for clients to schedule time with me. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a great exercise in saying, okay, these are the blocks of time every week that I'm gonna set aside for that. Everything else is mine. So rather than saying to a client, like, just let me know what time works for you next week and we'll put it on the calendar. I say, click here and schedule a call. And it's literally, these are your options. You know, every now and then I'll get someone who says, hey, none of those times work. And in those situations, I try to be flexible. Um, but especially I'm a super introverted person for me to have FaceTime with someone is very draining. And mm -hmm. I don't, if I book too many calls back to back or if it's too many days of client facing time, I, I really drain my batteries and I don't end up being able to show up in the way that I want to. Um, so it, it works. It's best for everybody, I think. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. And as we spoke earlier, like we try to please people and we try to make it work for everybody else. And in that process, we're thinning ourselves down and we're just like pouring, pouring, pouring from this cup that nobody's refilling. So at the end, as we said, again, everybody's going to suffer. I'm really good at, and again, I wasn't not saying that, oh, this is being fantastic all the time, but I have learned how to set better boundaries for, for my business and boundaries that respect my time. So for example, I don't schedule anything before 1130. Like my morning is my time for me. It's my time for yoga. It's my time for maybe exercise. It's my time maybe, as you said, if I just want to watch something funny on TV, that's when I watch it. And everybody's like, I always said, like, if you want an appointment, you know, these are the times. And nobody ever complains about it, as you said. Like maybe, maybe one person will be like, oh, I can't, you know, like, could you readjust? But there is one person out of 10. So it's really important, you know, to, to respect those times for yourself, because as, as you would keep an appointment for a client, this is an appointment for yourself, respect that time, give yourself, you know, a little bit of 
time every day, you know, to do whatever you want to do. I think it's good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when you and I started talking about, um, being on the podcast together, I, um, and you sent me the link to your calendar. I looked at the possible dates, you know, the fact that we had to schedule a month out in advance and there was this one time window available. Honestly, my first reaction was that's awesome. I'm so glad that she is not just like, here's my calendar. It's wide open. Just let me know what works for you. I have so much respect for that. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's great. It, it's hard to get there though, for sure. And yes, I think unfortunately what happens is a lot of people get there after incidents that have to, that remind them the, the need for boundaries or, or they burn out. Yes. Um, which yeah. is the worst because then you're like really, really exhausted and then you have to pull yourself back up. So I think that we should try to avoid to get to that point. And once again, I know for creatives, it's really difficult. I know, especially for photographers, it's like, oh, if I don't get this done now, somebody else is going to get it from me. I'm going to tell you this story. The same thing I do for my clients. When I get an inquiry, I reply, like I don't reply with my pricing. I reply with like an email. Hey, I'm excited about talking to you. Listen, the best way would be to have a phone call you know, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. And I said, these are my available times. And I actually don't give too many options because I don't want them to get overwhelmed by options either. So I said, hey, I have available today at this times or tomorrow at this times. A lot of photographers feel like, oh my God, this is gonna pull people away. Every single time that I send that email, I get a reply with a time. They're like, this, I'm gonna make this work. Some of the people is like, hey, I can see you, let's say today, I'm gonna see you tomorrow, but like, I'm afraid that you're gonna get booked today they respect that time. Like, well, it is what it is. And this is when we are going to meet. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important. And as you say, the other person will see that also as kind of like respect. They will immediately see like, oh, there's some boundaries. And I like this. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also important to note it. Like sometimes we think that just having this open conversation I mean not a conversation this open a schedule or like you can contact me at any time is actually great for the client but what the client is also saying is like she might be unorganized he might be willing to do whatever whenever so you also want to get that respect from your clients with your boundaries hey this is a quick episode intermission to let you know that my Pinterest class the art of pinning is now open for enrollment if you're interested in learning how to use Pinterest to drive qualified traffic into your website, this class is for you. This course is perfect for wedding and family photographers. With over 40 million engaged couples using Pinterest to plan their wedding, plus 8 out of 10 women with children using the platform to find ideas, you bet Pinterest is where you want your business to be. To find more information, go to thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest or click the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the episode. Yeah. I think this is just making me think of also, I mean, time is a super important boundary. Um, but it's also when we think about pricing our work and negotiating, there's also mm -hmm. really hard boundaries. that come. Those are good boundaries. Yes. Really good boundaries. Yeah. I mean, I just had a situation with a client, um, just a couple of days ago who, you know, I, it was a commercial project and I sent my pricing. They wrote back, you know, even having done this for almost a decade, it's still so hard for me when a person pushes back on my rates mm -hmm. or questions, you know, my packages or whatever for me to say like, no, I'm sorry, this is what it is. Actually, Anami um, sent like way back when I started my business, she gave me this great advice. 
Cause I feel like pricing negotiation is especially hard when you're, when you're new. Yes. Um, she gave me the phrase, I wish I could. Oh, I love it, that. It's so brilliant. <laughs> I give her all the credit for that, but I use it all the time. Cause it sort of says like, I have reasons, I have my reasons, but you don't need to know about them. Yes. I help you, but I can't, <laughs> you know. Also, it's a very polite way to like, yeah. yeah. And I feel, I feel like companies that are big, right? Like when you go to, let's say you, and I do this example all the time, you want to fly first class, right? But you bought economy. So you show up to the counter and you're like, please upgrade me. I don't want to pay for it, but I deserve to be upgraded, right? Sometimes that's how it feels when we're dealing with clients. Well, the person on the counter there, really, this is not her company. She doesn't own, you know, Air France or American Airlines, whatever. So she says like, I wish I could, but I can't. And then we don't take it personally, right? We're like, well, it's not going to happen. So the same kind of like mentality should apply for our business, even though we're our business and yes, we have control of this. I wish I could, but I can't because, you know, I have bills to pay. You don't have to say the, the other part, but like, it's, it's a good uh, way to like disconnect from that uh, Thing that you have to commit to this or that you have to give the client all the the room for them to you know to come and tell you what to do with your business yeah. and she actually has an episode about it I'm going to link it to this because I listened to it and it was really really good oh yeah I'd love to listen to that yeah I mean there's there's other ways to I mean we could have a whole conversation about the, the creative ways to say no but um you know you can also offer payment plans or I'll recommend other photographers that fit your budget. You know, there's always things like that that you can say to sort of stand your ground, but um, still try to help your client. And I think uh, one thing also to, when we're thinking about boundaries, sometimes we think of the, the immediate thing, right? Like, oh, I don't want to say no because this is going to affect my business or whatever the case is. And I think that sometimes we need to zoom out a little bit and see like, well, if I commit to that, how I'm going to feel a week, a month, a year from now? How is this actually going to impact my business in the long term? I mean, and again, you mentioned uh, boundaries with pricing, boundaries with clients. We also have personal boundaries with friends, with family. Uh, it's not an easy topic, but it's definitely a topic that we do need to pay more attention to. Yeah. And, you know, your point about zooming out is, I think, so important because, I think what keeps a lot of us from establishing boundaries is that we don't have like a vision for how we want our life to look or, you know, what does alignment look like for us in our, in ourselves and in our businesses, or what is the bigger picture goal we're trying to work toward? Because when you have, when you have that bigger picture goal, it's much easier to say no to things that, uh, that you're not interested in. Yeah. And I think it's good. As, I mean, going back to creatives, going back to photographers, this is so important because sometimes when we're starting out, we say yes to everything. And I actually had this uh, clubhouse room yesterday. We we're talking about this and this person asked like, well, I'm just starting out. So I need my portfolio. So I'm just saying yes to everything. And I'm finding out that I am not enjoying the process. So I was like, of course, you're not enjoying the process because you're saying yes to things that are not fulfilling you, things that maybe are not going to be good for your business. Just photographing anything for the sake of photographing, it's going to lead you to burnout. You need to be very strategic on like what you say yes, because a lot of people say like, oh, I don't, you know, let's talk about, you know, money or something like, I don't want to work for free. Okay, that's understandable. Don't work for free. But like, there is 
always um, a transaction happening here. If you work for free, what are you getting in return? Are you getting great photos that are going to push your portfolio? Are you maybe tapping into an audience that you think it's going to be really great for your business, that you're going to be able to serve, that you're going to enjoy working with that? So then you're getting a return. But like if you're photographing things just because, oh, I just want to click my camera. Mm. I don't know. That's going to get tough after a couple of weeks. Well, let's talk about, well, we get plenty of like general advice here, but if somebody asks you, Katie, I do need advice with this. What, what can I do to set boundaries? I don't know where to start. Help me out. What would you say? Oh, that's a great question. Um, and let's talk about this as, as we said in like the business aspect, right? Sure. Yeah. So actually I'm going to borrow an exercise that my um, coach did with me over the last year, which was essentially, and I apologize if you could hear my kids screaming. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So my coach had me do this pie chart exercise about, you know, thinking about the whole pie as, as the amount of time that you have in a, in a day or in a week or whatever sort of time frame you want to think about Um, and sort of, dividing up your pie and taking into account, you know, you can just do this exercise for just your business or just your whole life, you know, all the aspects that come into it. Um, And think about what, how you want your time to look in terms of input and output. Um, And I think about this as an introvert, how, you know, when I, when I put my chart together, um, it gave me a lot of, um, it really awakened me to the idea of, oh, wow, I really need to well, let me back up a little. So my chart ended up looking like 80 to 90% input. So that's mm-hmm. like, for me, those activities include reading, um, brainstorming, putting course ideas out together, general, just like business, big picture thinking, um, sort of like creative tasks. Output to me is, you know, photo shoots, interfacing with clients, um, anything that requires me to have to really be on and like having like a very organized sort of train of thought. Um, so thinking about that and then how to structure your time accordingly. So that that's kind of where this like self-care Wednesdays thing came from. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I'm actually a much better person. And if I sort of isolate my, my time with clients to Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I have these buffer days in between for me to sort of rest and like really organize myself. Um, another exercise I think is really wonderful is, um, is from Michael Hyatt's book, free to focus. And he has mm-hmm. this chart it's quadrant. So it's a square with four squares in it. Um, and on one end, he says, where do you excel and where do you not excel? So like, what are you really good at? And what are you not? And then the other side is, what are you really um, interested in and what are you not interested in? So things that fall in that square of, I'm not good at it and I'm not interested in it are things you can consider outsourcing. Mm. And that's a way of creating boundaries. You know, these, these are things I don't need to spend my time doing. Let me pay somebody else to do them for me. Um, and then really focus on like, what's feeding you? What are you good at and what do you love doing? Um, so that's just a way to sort of, you know, there's, especially when we first start a business, there's like 50 different things that we do, 50 different hats that we wear all the time. We're our own marketing experts and we're our own bookkeepers and we're graphic designers and all these things. You know, we don't have to be doing all of those things. And so if you really take, take a moment to think about what you're good at and what you like doing. 
um, that, that can help bring things into focus a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of the times it's, it's just slowing down a little bit and maybe changing some of the narratives in your head. I know one, one big limiting belief for me in the last year is I feel guilty when I choose work over spending time with my kids, Mm. you know, that is not like a healthy way for me to think about how I spend my time. You know, there's work time and there's family time and it's okay for me to sometimes want one and sometimes want the other. It doesn't make me a bad mom to want to work. Um, Correct. You know, there's narratives, whether we're fully conscious of them or not, that can really sort of derail our plans sometimes. So just being aware of those things. Um, And yeah, just, I guess, Taking a taking pause to really under identify the underlying feelings you have when you're sort of starting to feel like you're off track or frustrated about something, you know, journaling about it to me is a really helpful exercise. Um, I guess that was a really long and <laughs> winding answer, but I think my short, so answer, good. <laughs> my short answer is just try start by just trying to be really aware of what it is that you're feeling in those moments. Oh, that's good because I think sometimes we, we get to burned out just because we didn't pay attention to the feelings, right? Yeah. And they say like, if you don't slow down, your body will force you to slow down. So before we, you know, you get sick, you know, you get completely exhausted. Uh, listening to, to the body is quite important. That's something that I've learned from my yoga practice. Like yeah. always, always like checking with my body, like, oh, how's this making me feel? Great. I want to move forward. Oh, not so great. Okay. Let's stop here and see what, what happens. Yep. Yeah. And I think, yeah, just in this sort of distracting time that we live in, it, it is just really hard to tune into those, those signs sometimes. And it's great if we can catch them before they become body issues, you know? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I think one of the, um, one of them, uh, the advice that I will give to anybody that is listening is like it's you it's okay to say no you're not gonna miss out other opportunities will come in the moment once again going back to like this zoom out like in the moment when you're there saying no or missing out on something it feels like I'm never gonna have this opportunity again I need to take it even though I can or I'm not feeling right or I can overwork but you will have other opportunities down the road the, the opportunities are something that is constantly coming your way. So like, it's not like just one chance and that's all. I mean, unless you're like an Olympian or something like that, but like for general people, you know, in business, like th- things, you know, things will come again. So I think that is important to understand that yes, right now I feel sour, but down the road, the opportunity will come again. So that will be my advice. Yeah. And it's one thing to, say yes to something because you're curious about trying it. Um, You know, I certainly did that a lot early in my career and I'm grateful I did. You know, I was able to learn really quickly, like, oh, I'm I'm not that great of a food photographer. Maybe I should try, (laughs) you know, whatever it is that is coming your way that you're like, oh yeah, sure, I'll try that. Um, You can learn a lot from those experiences, but if if you're having this like underlying gut feeling of, I really don't want to do this, then that's, that's a good thing to listen to. And that we're going back to like, listen to your body, right? You're curious and I'm all for like trying new things, but you, I always, I'm always checking with like, how is this experience or how is this opportunity making me feel? 
So I know it's not easy to tune into that, but just try it. Something more pragmatic, pragmatic perhaps, uh, talking about business boundaries. Uh, if you're getting overwhelmed, mute things. Like I have no notifications on my phone. My phone never rings yes. because that could give me, you know, like, uh, or it will pull me out from like my work into like, I'll have to go check my phone because I just got a notification. So like I have my notifications turned off. I know a lot of photographers, especially right now, they're struggling with like seeing other photographers work because a lot of people aren't being, are being able to work. So like, if you don't want to unfollow people, then just mute them also. Like that's it. And come back when you're ready. I think that's also fine. That's also a boundary both for your business and for like your mental health, right? Uh, you don't yeah. need to engage into that. Uh, if you are feeling right now that your clients contact you at any time of the day, it's okay to send an email saying like, hey, I'm happy to help you out, but please expect to hear from me from this time to this time and these days. Are, is the client going to lose their mind? Probably not, but at least the client is going to know, okay, now I know. And if they don't hear from you, now you have a reason. Like, hey, I already told you, this is what I'm going to do and when I'm going to reply. So I think that's also like a good boundary to set for your business. That's, yeah, that's a great piece of advice. My um, my sister and I have learned that in our in our design business that, you know, oftentimes when a client reaches out to us, the the reply that we have to give is really meaty. Like it normally includes mm-hmm. a proposal and a lot of thought goes into it. There's no way that we can reply quickly. So just sending, it takes two seconds for us to just go in and say, thanks so much, or, or set up an automated response mm-hmm. that says, thank you so much for your email. We're going to put a proposal together. We'll get back to you in the next week. That's all. That's you know, rather, than, rather than having them sit and wait and wonder if you're still in business or if you're working right now, just those quick little communication pieces can make a big difference. A hundred percent. I do this with my wedding clients. Once they, they book me and they get like the welcome email, I tell them like, Hey, I'm excited to hear from you. I, you know, I want us to, you know, to become closer. Here are my hours. If I don't reply to you, it's because I'm busy. You can expect to hear from me here. If you send me a text message, most likely I won't reply. Like I make sure that in a, in a, you know, in a beautiful email, it's all packaged, like what it's going to look like for the experience. So not only I'm setting boundaries, but I'm setting expectations. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it took me a, a long time to realize this, but, um, just being kind of an introverted, shy person who, who, you know, gets drained pretty easily when it comes to social stuff. I, um, I never realized how much time and energy would be saved by getting on the phone or video with someone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd be sitting in front of my computer, typing up this email and just think like, oh my gosh, this took me 30 minutes. I could have had that in a five minute conversation with a client and they would have just gotten a much better feel for me rather than reading the words that I'm putting down. Correct. Yeah. That can make a big difference too. It's maybe, you know, yes, perhaps it's more draining if you're someone who's introverted like me, but it is, it's so much more efficient. And then you have all this other time open for, for other things. There you go. A win-win for everybody. Well, it's been so lovely to talk to you about boundaries. I know, again, once again, the, the, the topic is quite broad, uh, but I think within this conversation, we give like a philosophical aspect and also a very pragmatic aspect about boundaries. But this is a marketing podcast and it would be crazy if I don't ask you this question. And what would be one marketing tip that you can share with our listeners other than having boundaries? Because that, again, is a really good tip. 
Sure. Um, I'd like to give two tips here and I think they're related to one another. Um, I would say build yourself, not your brand and mm. focus on relationships. Um, when I, when I say build yourself, not your brand, I don't mean ignore your business. I mean, if you feed yourself, um, educate yourself. I mean, to me, like I require, or I don't require, I, I like to have a lot of inspiration from areas outside of photography. Yes. If I feed myself with those things, I have so much more to offer to my clients and to my work. Um, so, you know, building yourself up and taking care of yourself, not only just makes you a better person for the people around you, um, but it sort of opens yourself up to being able to develop relationships in a really intentional way. Um, one thing that I've done in the last few months is I've, I've been volunteering for the local health district to document the COVID vaccine rollout. And had I not sort of like established my own boundaries and taken care of myself, I wouldn't have been able to like open up and build relationships with the community in that way. Um, which, you know, is kind of a marketing piece on its own. It's opened me up to a whole new group of people that I, I love wouldn't it. Have otherwise. Um, so yeah, I think if you if you really listen to that um, and show up as your best self for your family and for your community, um, everything else will fall into place, I hope. <laughs> love those tips, really, really good. What is one thing that you're currently loving? And this doesn't have to be photography related or business related. Mm. So I'm in the process of outlining a couple different personal projects that I'm thinking about doing. Um, and actually at the Family Narrative last week, our closing speaker was a phenomenal photographer in person named Lindsay Weatherspoon. Um, and she her, her closing talk was just kind of about relationships with your, um, your clients and collaborators. She actually used the term collaborators, which I think is great because it sort of talks about the, the two-way relationship. Mm -hmm subject. Um, and she had um, a few book recommendations, and that is what I've been really digging into in the last week or so. Um, Aperture has a book called um, Photo Work. It's, it's something like 40 photographers and their processes and practices or something, but it's just mm -hmm. about how different photojournalists have sort of curated and organized their work. And it's just really nice. fun and always re really reassuring to me. I think in our community, sometimes we can think like, oh, there's a lot of people talking about there's one way to do something. And, and this book sort of reminds you like, oh, wow, all, these 40 photographers in here all have completely different approaches to tackling their work and their projects. Um, I love that. I love yeah. when there is like many ways to get to the end goal. Yeah. I'm also really uh, nerding out on topography right now, <laughs> like font, the font history and stuff like that. But that's sort of a, a different subject. <laughs> so cool. Awesome. And Katie, where could people find you? Sure. Uh, you can find me um, I, on Instagram. I'm not engaging a whole lot on there right now, but I- You're having some boundaries right with now. social yeah. media? <laughs> okay, yeah, good. I'm, I'm at Betty Clicker on Instagram and the studio I run with my sister is Palindrome Creative Co. Um, yeah, and you can email me anytime. I like to talk about boundaries and I love to hear from people, so. Awesome, I'll make sure to add links to all this information. And as Katie says, 
slide into her DMs. There are going to be some boundaries, but you can also talk about boundaries when you know when you reach out to her. Uh, this was a lovely conversation. Thank you so much for setting the time to do so. Uh, it was really nice. I think there is a conversation that a lot of people need to hear, especially now. I keep seeing this on you know social media, Facebook groups. People are struggling with this topic, so I hope that we gave enough ideas to people on how to you know move forward with making the decision of putting themselves first. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to chat. Awesome. Thank you. And guys, I'll hear you. Oh my God, I'll hear you. I can't even talk anymore. Like I'll, I'll talk to you uh, next week with another amazing guest. Until next time. Ciao. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for the Tog Republic group on Facebook. Until next week.